following program on Other Than 24 is classified MA. It is intended for adults and may be unsuitable for children under 17. It may contain crude and decent language, explicit sexual activity, graphic violence, or political ideology. Viewer discretion is strictly advised. The following podcast contains opinions of the participants and does not reflect the views and beliefs of the Therna Media Network. The network believes in a safe space for all ideas to be expressed without any censorship and on its duty to create such a platform for free speech. Listener discretion is strictly advised. This is the State of the Nation podcast. All right, welcome to all of our listeners. This is the State of the Nation podcast. I'm Danit Sanamas, I'm your host. Uh, and as usual, I'm joined by Mahesh Johnny, the host of State of the Nation program on Other 24. Mahesh, good to see you. Thank you very much, uh, Danit, for having me once again. Uh, Mahesh, um, I want to just go over the events of the week since we haven't been on. I'm just a little bit confused. Uh, why are you always calling me to come and speak to you on this program? <laughs> Don't you want to speak to someone else? About that interesting? <laughs> yeah, I think I think firstly yes, and secondly, I think <laughs> the podcast really requires some authentic sort of perception because we are trying to fill that uh, sort of vacuum. Because uh, amongst a lot of things, people with, without people in this specific camp, let's say, uh, looking at the interests of Sri Lankans solely, are a bit afraid to speak. <laughs> and I think this true. kind of uh, this true. kind of podcast Absolutely is required. Absolutely true. Because I, I I mean like I think about a couple of days back. Or I can't remember whether was it a message or was it somebody who sent me a screenshot of a tweet asking what happened to the lions. Uh, basically, because there is you know, during elections and when everything is going right for this nationalistic camp, oh my God, they they have so much of power, they have so much of energy to scream, shout, and tell everybody we are like lions, we are this, yeah. we are that. Right, so I want to just. Uh this, uh, I know this is the first time I'll be showing this to you. We saw uh, a t- actually a, t- a tweet with regards to this. This is, uh, uh, I think you are aware of uh, Dr. Ravi Ranan. I think we tried to take him back in the day when uh, when when COVID was happening. So his organization actually did a bit of a search, uh, a bit of a survey, I would say. And uh, l- let me just give you a look at it uh, as we speak. So, Maish, I think uh, you're not new to the fact that uh, polling in our country has never been the best uh, and it has, you know, taken a selective groups in most in- scenarios, but let's, you know, leave that aside. Now, the Institute of uh, Health Policy, that's uh, not sure how, what their mandate is with regards to political affairs, but they polled people to understand what their perception is of uh, the Aragale and numerous other ideological things. In this context, Mahesh, now what this, what their data suggests, and like anyone on Twitter can really See, like, the, 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 there's a big problem with this data. Uh, one thing, now, uh, let me uh, yeah, actually... Yeah, I mean, like, just as, as I phrase a question also, I think you can explain this. I don't think people here are really aware of the concept of socialism or even the concept of capitalism. But a poll like this, with apparent, you know, pundits of these specific concepts... Uh, they suggest that the Aragale is actually a positive thing and capitalism is the big issue. Uh, isn't it a drastic sort of mismatch 
of you know like a very fantasy kind of thing that the the world that people live in or are we the ones living in this you know fantasy um the problem that i have with this and 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 why these internet uh, what do you call um polling doesn't work and i do not believe uh, internet polling in sri lanka is because you have to understand where is this sample coming from yeah, now sample issue yeah. yeah yeah so sampling issue this is not this is not a problem just that has been existing right now it is a problem that has been there for uh, quite some time it initially started with television stations now television stations as you know for tv therana other therana we bank on something called ratings in order to go out there into the market and try to sell our products saying look this is the number of people who are watching this and that particular sample now these are not accurate information okay so what happens is there are uh, set up boxes uh, set up by these institutions i think the sample was around 300 households now see 300 households uh, in a, a country of 22 million people and in the television penetration is i think around uh, 60 to 80% in in even in that demography that is such a insignificant sample and there have been lots of attempts by even television stations like uh, tv therana uh, to push to make sure that the sampling is 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 bigger now in america it's different because they are they have cable channels they have the free to air setup so they have a huge chunk i think the minimum sampling is somewhere around 3000 households So you have to have a bigger chunk uh, in a country like America. Now cable um uh, what do you call uh ratings are different because cable you can definitely guarantee at this particular time this particular program how many numbers uh, that figure is accurate. But the problem there is also somebody can put the television and go somewhere else and not listen to it or engage. So that argument is there but still that information is much more accurate than the free to air uh, market now this problem has been existing in sri lanka right now the the i think it was kanta lmrb uh, yeah, lmbr or lmrb i'm not sure yeah. uh, so these guys also stopped right. uh, uh, from from they see in 2023 there is no ratings because for them also uh, trying to get a real accurate sample of of ratings in sri lanka is impossible but organizations who provide peo um, what do you call cable tv like peo and dialog and freesat and all these organizations now are trying to give how their products are used who's who's watching these channels because that is accurate reading now in that tv there is uh, somewhere around in 29% range and the second competitor which is one of the other one uh, is somewhere around 24 so there's a huge margin of uh, uh, um what do you call chunk now one thing you have to ask in sri lanka because um i mean I'm sure that this person uh, would have done it with a good intention in order to find out but the problem with that is now you have to ask the question in Colombo in urban areas what is the political viewpoint that is much more dominant if you take Colombo if you take Gaul if you take uh, Kandy all these urban communities are mostly if you look at the polling data also in in past years you will see that they are leaning towards the liberal ideology 
because for them they have more internet uh, penetration they have more ability to go around the world understand what's going on so they are more um, brainwashed to any anything that is coming out from the west or the east or whatever the world is at their eyes so for them it's very very easy to uh, uh, ba- basically um, understand because they want to be like those countries who are ca- calling themselves developed they want to be like americans they want to be like canadians they want to be like australians or the british because their living quality is good they have have good uh, you know lifestyles in those countries so they they tend to uh, go to that now you have to ask this question what is the internet penetration in sri lanka the internet if you're doing a poll on the internet utilizing the internet then you have to ask what is the internet penetration in sri lanka so right now it just went uh, and in 2020 according to data provided by digital sri lanka we, uh, the internet penetration is 35% of our population so let me uh, because i'm bad at math so i'm <laughs> I'm, i'm utilizing a calculator ca- calculator uh, uh, let me right so 35% of, of uh, 22, 22 million. million so that's 7.7 7.7 million yeah. so uh, uh, 7.7 million that's actually a, a, a huge chunk yeah. now from that we have to see how many people polled does that does that provide the information there so you have to read the fine print of this which says uh, uh, policy opinion track survey survey of 2720 adults Right. that's the that's what they're saying uh during a period of uh, 2020 uh, 4th october 2022 to 1st of march 2023 with favorably items uh, randomized uh, between respondents refusers and respondents who had not heard of the relevant item which were average 4 to 6 across questions are excluded uh, so they are from from 2720 adults they are excluding 4 to 6% Uh, out to various reasons and then they're coming up with this figure so let's put just for argument say 3000 people out of internet penetration of 7 million now you see the insignificant but the thing is this uh, these pollings would give you an idea of a trend yeah. okay now but 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 you have to see where the data because they are not saying from which areas uh, these individuals have logged into and and provided their information because that's vital yeah. in this argument of uh, a nationalistic patriotic community they are not in colombo they are not in the cities they don't live in this because for 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 that particular people the set of group uh, of people who are living in the cities are majority liberal so you go into a liberal county and ask a lib- uh, you know uh, um, do you agree with this conservative ideology obviously the answer is going to be no this is like going to a petrol queue and being like what do you think about the government exactly okay so so um, you know you the, you very well i mean you are that is that is a, a targeted polling this is what you do because you know the answer you go to that particular place and you so internet penetration in the other parts of the world despite the fact that it was it is high internet penetration in sri lanka is uh, quite quite good uh, mobile pen, uh, internet and you know all the facilities we have uh despite that people outside of colombo they're not interested uh, in terms of you know we need to get into this political conversation we do need to be part of this they're not because for them livelihood restoring livelihood 
uh, maintaining livelihood and ensuring that their lives are better trumps anything else. Yeah. So they are not going to. I mean, you you see the younger generation is now coming into that particular mindset of you know we have to be trendy, we have to do what the Colombo people are doing, we have to do all that. So that that is now slowly uh, uh, creeping into that society. But honestly, right now, I mean, of course. You can go now. I also can do this uh, uh, polling. Okay, I can go. Uh, I actually, I can uh, send uh, one of our people with a camera. Uh, this uh, little girl who goes and terrorizes Colombo, uh, try to get voice cuts. You know, you all have seen uh, uh, Vox Pops and all. Uh, for that particular, I can ask them, and I, I can tell her go to the World Trade Center. Or go to any of the hotels there and ask them, "Is the aragalia good?" And I know the answer is going to be no, because that particular thing affected them so much their businesses went down. They don't want it. But if I go to let's say the campus area in Maharagama or or Sri Jayadhanapura or anything, and I tell you know ask them, and I know the answer is yes, because that is targeted polling. Okay, and that is happening all around the world. There are no honest pollings, and 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 I don't, I don't, I'm not accusing this person of saying that they did something of that nature. But you have to understand because those days, the good old days, I don't think it was here. The real way that you can do is, I mean, we have to keep developing these online polling systems. We, I think, there was one think tank who tried to do this, try to give like what the what the US does. Now, the US internet penetration is. I think around eighty, ninety percent. It's right. like really high. Okay, so in an environment like that, you can really get the view of the people. You can understand where the trend is going. This also, this particular polling also can give you an idea where the trend is. Okay, but it is not a definite, and that's where there was this argument. Um, even in the parliament, even in, don't try to take po- decisions based on uh, you know what is being said on Facebook, what is being said on Twitter. Don't try to uh, uh, run the country based on what is being said on social media. And I think you have to give credit to the president because what was said on social media was something negative when it comes to these unpopular decisions. He been implementing. Now, when he been doing that, he was criticized, ridiculed. You know, done various kinds of things uh, by these online keyboard heroes, the worthless of our society. Trust me, the younger generation, if they are just becoming keyboard heroes, you are not contributing to the society. You are just a waste of space. Okay, so uh, people like that, you can tell what you want, but then put it into action as well. It's not just sitting there and you know bullshitting. I think I used to have arguments with you or those days, than uh, Hindu, uh, when you were like you know it's always the social media thing that you have to be doing, and you know, I think you used to have useless arguments on social, uh, Facebook, right? Those days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I used to, I, I used to get mad because uh, it it wasn't the fact that you, you were having. I mean, you were. It, it was perfectly okay that you were having arguments, but then you were losing those arguments, and then that's not okay with me. And in general, there was like no productive outcome. Exactly, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So it's uh, you wasted your time, but if you would have engaged in something at least like reading the book and figuring it out, who the hell is Victoria Newland? Uh, you would actually have a better understanding of uh, uh, what's happening in this country right now.
So, as much as I would like to give credit for the effort for this particular person who did the polling, I don't think uh, it really reflects the, uh, the, the, the honest opinion. And, and then there is, you have to understand about these uh, pollings as well. So, best example is the 2016 US election. Every single online poll, every single and those pollings are not these choka polls uh, where we have it in our country those are like really scientifically uh, uh, understood data science oh and so they believe <laughs> because exactly yeah <laughs> okay and and that was like the high like if you take data science the united states and and, and the west has has a lot of data yeah. uh, uh, science uh, you know being taken into consideration there so they believe in that system and that system said it is a slam dunk for hillary clinton yeah. and then once that didn't happen and when trump won everybody went and tried to figure out what the hell happened here Okay, we were getting all these, you know, data models that are telling us, you know, it, it's going to be true, Hillary, but it's Trump. Then what, what happened? Then they found out another human element. What? The silent majority. Not the silent majority, Danilo. Russia? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what they blamed it on. <laughs> yeah, but no, 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 not Russia. What did they find? That it was a simple human element. The people don't really... People lie. <laughs> exactly. People lie. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. And how... Then they try to understand why do, did they lie? What was the reason here? Trump was such an unpopular character. Okay. Trump was so unpopular, but his messaging was on point. It was resonating with uh, middle America. It was resonating with the hard workers of America, the ones who were actually the backbone of the fabric of, of the American society. The hard workers, it was resonating with them in, in, in a massive way. But the social media heroes, the keyboard liberal, can I say? Clowns. We'll go with clowns. Okay. See where they look. Okay, we'll go with the clowns. Yeah. Okay, those buggers created this fake picture saying Hillary, 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 you know, and everybody believed and, and those people uh, on the ground level, the grassroots level, they were also, okay, okay, I'm not going to be vocal about this. I'm going to keep my mouth shut, but I am going to exercise my right at the polling booth, but outside I'm going to pretend Hillary, Hillary. Hmm. So that's the same because I think I had that best example, uh, not a best example. I, I had the same experience when the whole beach party thing happened and uh, people started screaming and shouting. All the phone calls I got, all the messages I got was like, Machang, you were right. Okay, we were there. You were right. We experienced it as well. But none of them were in public. Yeah. None of them wanted to come out and say the same thing because they were afraid of the whole mob. Okay, and, and, and that, I mean, you had fake human rights lawyers, fake journalists who, who pretend to be giving you the information. They were, they were working for an agenda. They go to the U.S. ambassador and try to talk about social media, uh, uh, what do you call it, development in Sri Lanka. My left foot compared yeah. to my right foot. Yeah, no, I think just to add on the, uh, just one more, one of these podcasts that I'm listening to called the All In Podcast where four entrepreneurs like talk with each other. They use the term journalistic activism yeah, yeah, and that yeah, is yeah. what oh, people do it's exactly. not reporting anymore no, see honestly now those days I used to tell uh, you know I call myself a journalist yeah. because 
I was supposed like when I started the journalism career let's say uh, back in 2001 uh, when I went to the radio station when I started doing news uh, first thing that we were taught by 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 our peers by our by our superiors is the fact that listen this is news yeah news means no views right <laughs> okay so no views whatsoever you have to give both sides of the story you are reporting what happened we actually had really good journalists uh, back then who taught us uh, thank god for that and they were like you know so let's say uh, one politician is accusing another we can't just go and read out you know oh this politician accused the other we have to actively call the one he, that he, who he, whom he accused and ask him what is your response and and write that response Okay, that's what we were being told. No views whatsoever. Even when I'm trying, like I, I remember I had uh, uh, one of the best. Uh, uh, what do you call? Um, I think it was a uh, Tiron Devota. I, I remember I just joined that that particular uh, organization, uh, and, and I wrote a script and I made it so you know flowery, very emotional. Abhagya told me, "What the hell is this? Okay, we don't need to know what you're feeling. It doesn't matter." let the people decide just say the facts so you have to be brutally honest and and we just had to report the news uh it is it is not a a a you know a powerful bomb explosion occurred in kalambo it was never that yeah a, a bomb, bomb explosion occurring <laughs> powerful is your viewpoint don't, don't don't bring it here and showcase uh, show, tell the people show the people the 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 massive impact of that blast and let the people decide whether is that a powerful one or a small one okay so that that's how it is we were taught that way but then as the world started to i think i've i've told this uh, many times uh, with you in, in the conversations we used to have uh, is the fact that journalism at that time i think in, in, during the time that i was doing my degree and all the new media was blogs yeah okay that was like the infancy of social media so for us the mainstream media was television radio newspapers these 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 three and because of the fact that everybody didn't have a voice every individual in the world did not have a voice and only a selected few had the medium to amplify that voice they had the responsibility of bringing both sides to the story so media journalists were supposed to investigate go into the scene find out understand bring the thing that people do not understand educate the masses that was that was basically the 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 bread and butter of a journalist back then but with the development of social media now like with facebook twitter everything coming into play everybody has a voice no longer let's say uh, something happens uh, in sri lanka right now then you have forget about you working for a media institution let's say you were not working for an institution are you curtailed in expressing your viewpoints to the world do you need to come into a tv station to say that because you don't you have your facebook you have your twitter you have any other medium you, you can start a blog you can start a youtube channel you can do whatever the heck you want you can even start an only fans account um, <laughs> and and say your viewpoints about economy in sri lanka i don't know how successful that will be but yeah. you know maybe that that, that, that that might be a new way right isn't it uh, that, that is that is i mean the people use tiktok for activism oh uh, yeah they, tiktok <laughs> there you go so like right. that uh, i don't know uh, 
it, it would be content with like a you know black lives matter but at the same time you're not wearing anything <laughs> exactly something like that yeah. anyhow uh, so you you have the medium every individual have a medium now then the landscape for me this is my personal opinion not not the is the fact that the landscape of a journalist changed now no longer it's about we taking two sides of the story but because everybody has a story to tell everybody has a viewpoint to say now you have to tell what the right viewpoint is no longer it's about bringing both sides together because both sides have a very powerful medium of saying whatever the heck they want if you take in america if you look at the american landscape of media you see on this side on the liberal side of things you have cnn uh, msnbc nbc news uh, cbs all those main stream media on the conservative side it's just fox news and now apparently three four channels are coming in like newsmax uh i think uh, the, yeah there was there are some yeah, media like the, it, the it, daily wise working not not in mainstream but like on, yeah, on social exactly, media exactly yeah. exactly so like that you have these you very well know if you are going to cnn you know you're going there because you want to know the liberal viewpoint okay and you get talking heads talking heads basically is trying to clarify what the liberal point of view is on a yeah. certain subject that's what media is right now you take let's say a bomb explosion cnn will say this was due to the rhetoric by the republicans uh, yeah. republican people's angered uh, uh, liberal and that kind of led to this so they say that and they are talking heads continuously uh, uh, amplify that and on this side there should be a counter right but in both those scenarios the news will give the same thing it's just a the the programming side would give like that opinion true but if we really honestly look at even the news right okay look what i mean the best example for sri lankans to understand how were we portrayed when the whole aragalia broke into the presidential palace when people were dancing on the bed of the president when people were uh, uh jumping into the pool washing their clothes in the pool and doing all that how were we portrayed yeah in the world you know you and i know uh, we have a mutual friend uh, in the states he called and said what we never hear anything hear anything about you but apparently you guys don't even have a pool hmm. we were portrayed as neanderthals we were portrayed as so poor people in this country have never seen a pool never seen a, 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 a you know a spring mattress never had you know it, it looked like as if the president gotabe rajpaksa is living in a very lavish palace nobody bothered to say that is the presidential palace that is been created by the constitution of our country that is not a public uh, personal property that is public property that is maintained by our taxpayer money no no nobody said that it looked like they showed the views as if oh my god look at this luxurious palace and look at the people who who lives in so much of poverty um, you know so then that, that was the news Now yeah. you see that was not portraits because that ideology again crept into it. Yeah. Okay. There I think like we sort of like handed it to the western media in order so, like That's so it comes ba- back into what we were talking uh, at the beginning the lions were silent. Yeah. 
something like just to take a test step back from that something which divided i think sri lankan media was this argument of peaceful protesters you would oh have noticed God. that there was a there was it's this violent joke. uprising happening and there was one sect of the media calling no, them peaceful no it was julie chang no it was julie chang who yeah. was leading this argument saying peaceful protesters because she wanted the president to flee like a coward Yeah. She she had a goal she wanted to get there. She used this tagline same peaceful protesters. And who hit whom? That's a different argument. Okay? Yeah. It could be the 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 what do you call conservative buggers coming up and hitting the liberals or the liberals again. There was nothing peaceful there. Yeah. That was the fact of it. Who is hammering whom is uh, some another discussion we can actually sit and argue about. But there was violence. That yeah, was calculated was, violence. There's like a senior lawyer who was saying what exactly was peaceful about this. Anyone, exactly. Anyone who observes this is like exactly. there's nothing peaceful about exactly. this. Exactly. You don't have peaceful protest. See, you have to understand there's another side to the story as well. People were angry, understood. Yeah. Again, right across because we had a useless president. Right. Okay, where where we also spoke on behalf of him. We brought him uh, we gave him so much of a uh, 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 a mouthpiece to to not a mouthpiece per se, but you know, we 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 supported his vision I- ideology, to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. to this country. And we gave him, you know, yes, this is the way to do it. But that <laughs> clown clown, <laughs> clown could not <laughs> be bothered to do his job. He didn't care about us. He didn't care about the 6.9 million. I'm sadly to say all that, but so that's what I'm saying. That whole ideology about, you know, what is really happening. There were agendas at play. On that Aragalea, there were a lot of agendas. Mind you, if this was actually just imagine, just imagine. We have for 35 years we had we had a useless way of governing ourselves we didn't know we were making so many much of mistakes and everything and and it came to a boiling point where the people of this country was fed up of everything and it came to the point that they got got onto the streets imagine this imagine this happening they got into the streets and they were becoming powerful and telling the leaders look here we can't in any way tolerate how you are doing things because you are utilizing our money and living a luxurious life whereas you don't give up yeah f to what, what what we go through yeah just imagine okay pure frustration pure pure need to change they come on to the streets they showcase to the leaders dude no longer can you push us in this way anything happened and then they tell the president look here if you can't do your job go home okay we will go for an election and select someone or come up with a version if that was that in that purity if it went ahead just imagine what kind of a a a, a historical uh, turn we would have had in the world that that the people who came back and took the power and it was starting like that there was a voice like that the aragalia the initial stage of the aragalia let's say the 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 first few weeks of it had that pure thought of the people okay people were frustrated everybody was like dude i'm i can't bloody get fuel yeah. after 75 years i can't get fuel i just stay in a bloody queue i don't have medicine I'm diabetic and when I go to the pharmacy that bug is saying you know no medicine 
am I to die now? Is this all what I'm, what it means to be a Sri Lankan? See, the frustration came. And what happened? Clowns like Julie Chang. Why? Because she wants to find a nice military base for her fight with China. Her nation, America, has a fight with China. And they want to find, somehow push this thing. So what did they They found all the ways and means of trying to uh, navigate this entire frustration of the people and tell, oh, 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 look, 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 look. When, when everything was happening on this side, and the reality was happening on this side. They, 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 they. Then all the political parties came into the whole, you know, started telling. You, you, we heard what Sajid Premadas said. The, the best jokes on the planet was was uttered by Sajid Premadas. And he t- still does, okay, because he he has no clue. I'm pretty sure everybody surrounding him, which happened to Mahindra Rajapaksa after the second presidential election where everybody around him started, you know, bloating the bugger and he, he, he went on a king mode. Yeah. Okay. Like that, uh, in this instance also, that happened. And all that, for what? We had something pure. And then we let people come and hijack it. And that was something that's why I, I started saying, look here, we had to get back. I, I, I mean, I, I regret the fact that I should have said it in that manner, uh, uh, rather than you know what got highlighted. But let's let's talk about the highlighting part of it also. Did any of those fake journalists? I, I was told that some of the one of the journalists. Like, there were two journalists. Who, uh, actually, I shouldn't call them journalists because it's an insult to journalists, real journalists. Uh, I think these fake individuals. Uh, one person is pure hate. Right. Uh, she she is uh, basically, if you go through her Twitter feed after which I did uh, when I, when I was told that this is the one who's fueling your story, I went through it. it, it it's it's everything is hatred. Okay, it's hatred about the Rajbaks, hatred about the Sinhalese community, the hatred, hatred, hatred. That's all she has to offer, and she eats a lot of cake. I think. Okay. <laughs> Again, that's it. Okay. There's so much of hate in her that she's offering to this entire country. No solutions, no way of telling, you know, hey, we should be thinking in this way. None of that. Just pure hate. Okay, And people are buying into it because drama is always good. It sells. Yeah, yeah. And there's other journalists, the fake one, who went to meet the ambassador, get the viewpoints. Basically, what I understood and our investigations have found out, they've been hating Derana for quite some time quite some time they've been hating there and, and they want because these individuals I'm pretty sure one of them would have come here to get an interview or uh, to get a position here and was rejected and obviously and then start the whole uh, you know hatred, hatred. towards journal uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and what did they do they just amplified a little piece yeah but if they were real journalists they should have told the people Okay, this is the part where he says something really uh, uh, controversial, but go and look at the whole program. Yeah. Okay. And the people who got, who got, I mean, even some of my friends uh, who got really pissed off for that little part, after I told them, hey, go and check the bloody thing, I was like, oh my God, you just predicted as to what's going to happen, isn't it? Because I put one disclaimer. No, 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 yeah. actually, I put two disclaimers. Yeah. <laughs> one was exactly calling out for what I'm going to say, you're going to get triggered. And I told the sector that he's going to get triggered. And and it was like, 
<laughs> you can't take it to the bank it was yeah. accurate to the spot and and that's what i'm saying so news per se is all these are now saturated and that's why i changed myself calling myself a journalist to a talk show host because that's what i am i am i am honestly a talking head yeah i have a viewpoint and i'm telling the people this is my viewpoint and explaining them to saying a b c d and this is what i believe this particular part of the uh, what do you call actually i think it's it's journalistic politics is right. what i'm engaging in from those days in in print media there was something something called the editorial yeah. editorial means the the personal views of the editor right and 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 everybody knows his opinion piece and that 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 editorial which came in uh, print media was very powerful because it actually navigates the person who's reading to think in a different way and and that's what they did and this is basically the tv version of it yeah editorials and and i have told in in go go and i mean i have never done this entire fake thing uh, hiding behind and trying to whisper things into people's ear i've said this is what i stand for i'm a very conservative guy i stand for this particular viewpoints of uh, this thing and i have told them and multiple times you have witnessed it even danidu uh, where yeah, i think in the shows we show why we come to that opinion also exactly yeah. and that is why because i am of so much of strong view You can't let one side to just dictate what's going on in this country. That's not media freedom. That's yeah. not free speech. Yeah. The liberal clowns would be just saying whatever the heck they want because they don't have brains. Yeah. What they have is 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 an amplifying mechanism instead of a brain. So the west put something into their head they amplify on this in a, in a multiple way. and the best joke is uh, recently I saw this podcast done with a so called um, IT type of economist I think um as in local law firm uh I don't want to say because okay. everybody <laughs> would uh, know who I'm speaking about and and the stupidity of it this individual has been in Sri Lankan politics for uh, quite some time and knows about Sri Lankan politics a lot and they have been engaging me in in the higher governance level and that individual uh, locally and abroad as well have been getting engaged always in Sri Lankan politics and most of the time he was getting engaged uh, when the liberal side of things like when uh, uh, the good governance was in power and prior to that uh, I think in 2001 or something like that. Mm-hmm. he has been there for quite some time and and this is the person that usually um, for certain s- uh, type of things um, the the uh, the current president used to go to <sighs> he spoke as if I never did this. You know the problem in this country right now when he goes and to lists out certain things. And every single thing if you go back and see he has proposed those to be done. Right. Okay? And this is why I keep harping on Dr. Arshadi Silva nothing nothing personal because he comes out and says things whereas he does not remember he did the same damn thing back in 2015. Yeah. And the result was right there. Yeah. And nobody wants to talk about it. The liberals are so clueless that wait, hang on. I mean, come on. If you come and tell me something, the first thing I have to understand is, okay, what is he proposing? Oh, he's proposing A B C D. Okay. So let's figure it out. How why, has this been done before? That's what you have to ask. 
and if if it has been done before what was the result ah okay so then you see a result and then you try to figure out okay if this is a good result or a bad result if it is a bad result then you try to figure out where did it go wrong where did it go, start to go wrong and at that particular point then you try to go and make sure that you do not bloody repeat that yeah because if you repeat that you know where it's going to go and economic solutions right now being told as if <sighs> IMF is the only lord and savior that we have to worship president the president said in parliament and that's why it was so heartbreaking for me because he was actually doing something good the the current president not the prime ministerial position where he was doing something that was actually developing this country and holding the fort it is a hard job and i respect him for that i did not respect him those days because of the things he had done for this country but right now for him to take the uh, you know the um, come to the deck take the steering wheel hold it and take this country with so much of unpopular decisions i respect the guy i really do but the problem is when he uttered this word in parliament saying i am if it's the only way i was like no Yeah. There are many other ways. Lots of you, even in our program, in my program, State of the Nation, I've been bringing so many people from all around the world, not just Sri Lankans, uh, economic minds who have been giving various viewpoints all around the world, telling you know IMF is not the solution for Sri Lanka. Yeah, like one specific message saying you know don't do this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, because it is not going to get us. to the point where sri lankans wants to be in what do sri lankans wants to be wants to have done it they don't want to take over maldives they don't want to capture india they don't want to uh, you know invade any other country sri lankans wants to have a jolly good time yeah. how does that jolly good time uh, uh, resonate i go i work for a place I get a good salary which I'm satisfied. Where okay, why do you work? Because you want to have a good life. What does a good life mean? You need to have uh, you know have food to eat. Uh, uh you know in your lifestyle the items that 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 explains your lifestyle that should be there you want to go out you want to find uh, you know you want to travel somewhere yes you have a car you can have the bus you have a mode the modes are available uh, you are basically not living a beggar's life what you want to live is because you're working you need to get a good salary that it, uh, allows you to live a, 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 a you know a satisfied life the environment should be created for that and that's all they want nothing else because they don't want to change the minds of americans or do these things none of that they just want to have a good life for them for their children for the future of sri lanka that's that that's a very simple thing yeah. and when if it is a simple thing then we have to like if if a business guy money is doing business he wants to do good business from today tomorrow day after in a month if he want to expand he wants to expand towards all the country if he can go to another market where this environment should be created for them and no sooner we don't do that and that's why we are right now instead of creating that little simple ideology that simple uh, uh, request of sri lankans we are getting engaged in global politics getting caught constantly constantly into global agendas and we are 
completely ignoring that simple request of people. And they, they, uh, Sri Lankans don't want to be called Indians. <laughs> they don't want to be called Americans. They don't want to be called Brits. They want to be called Sri Lankans. And they want to live a Sri Lankan life. That's why all the Sri Lankans who go abroad who say, hey, we are living in a bath. Yeah. Okay. They want the bloody bath because that's DNA of Sri Lanka. Even though you go to UK and eat all the sandwiches, the burgers, the steaks and everything, that bugger still need bath. And when he doesn't get good bath, like halaka <laughs> uh, is not good, the bugger starts complaining and... Uh, most of my, I, because I know these personally, uh, in Australia, one of my friends, what does he do? He, like, in the in the apartment he lives, there are two, three, four, five, uh, there's a food court underneath. All the cuisines in the world, huh? Chinese, Italian, anything. Okay? So you can go and have, like, you can actually have, it's, it's not uh, that expensive either. You can just go take and come up and eat in your apartment. No, this bugger drives I think more than 15 miles to go to a, another and from the city he goes into a suburban area I can't remember the uh, name of the place because I went with him in, in the car there is a Sri Lankan woman she preps and cooks all Sri Lankan stuff bath curry and everything puts it into containers for the whole week all right. Okay. He pays her, takes the whole damn thing, comes back home, puts it in the fridge. Every day he ratkarakarakana. This is what he does. I ate to see it's typical Sri Lankan food. Kohilatiba, there was, uh, what was that? Paripu. The paripu was definitely there. <laughs> the staples. Uh, the staples. The paripu was definitely there. This is, this is the, what is it? The, the 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 flower that comes uh, in a banana tree oh right kehelmua exactly <laughs> okay uh, all that was there and and, and it's I mean kehelmua is not something that we usually eat yeah, it's not a common, common okay. dish yeah. <laughs> this bugger wants to go that Sri Lankan yeah. that, the, that's the level of Sri Lankan he wants to go living in Aussie okay and that is the life yeah. so Sri Lankans are not about dominating the world yeah it's about Bro, can I can I can I have a good life? Yeah. Can I chill and have a good life? And that's a, that's why even right now when we are going through a thick of of an economic crisis, we are going through a shitty period. Keep a party with you and see how many people turn up to that. Keep 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 a concert in uh, Colombo and see how many people. Forget about that. Put a bloody tree. Yeah. In golf is green and call it some name yeah. and say from tomorrow it's open for view, public viewing and see how many people come there. Yeah. And that, that yeah. and that is and that's that's the problem. Our leaders don't understand that. Because our leaders, as soon as they become leaders, Ammata Siri, they get the whole westernized posh culture, forget about that little Sri Lankan spirit. They come back into that Sri Lankan spirit after they lose everything. When they are, the political career is over, then they are 100% Sri Lankan. Okay? Then they will tell everybody, but that is in their yonder years. Yeah. Okay? And, and that's this thing. So that's, that's, that's the... I mean, <laughs> we started with the polling and 
well the polling should reflect actually should everybody uh, all these pollings should be asking this simple question what do sri lankans want so that at least these uh, our 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 uh, leaders can get an idea oh okay they don't want uh, the imf they don't want this they don't want that it's just a very simple life With, i without saying is this what you want yeah exactly ask them actually what they want mm. like, is it capitalism or socialism that you want but like, just ask them what they want why is i uh, just to end our conversation here i think it was very we spoke about opinions we spoke about the the thought process of sri lankans basically i want to ask you this i think something that came to my mind when you were talking about what sri lankans want and that sri lankans are not a dominating uh, you know imperialistic though you did use that word not an imperialistic it, it, and, nation and, and mind you this is why uh, we have to be we have to be very careful the ltt loving diaspora has completely screwed that viewpoint all around the world yeah, yeah. They've, they've made us look like as if we are barbaric animals who are trying to like everyday having tamils for dinner or lunch yeah, yeah. that's that's how they and that's a very bad wrong completely ignorant completely erroneous viewpoint of real sri lankans yeah i think the fault there would primarily fall with the foreign affairs and like how we have been handling that because ambassadors because ambassadors, apparently yeah. uh, because they haven't done their job exactly because i think we'll see some of this in the state of the nation this week as well about how um, some of the interviews are mentioning look we haven't told that a majority of the tamil population actually lives not in the north and east areas but in the other parts of sri lanka amongst singalese amongst all of all of the rest i am part tamil danido exactly. my, <laughs> my mother is a tamil woman Uh, our our ancestors actually was brought uh, as uh, workers <laughs> yeah, workers say, yeah, yeah <laughs> they were plantation workers yeah, so yeah. my ancestors were that they were brought from india southern india uh, to uh, work in the plantation somehow my grandfather used to work uh, and got, got to he somehow got to the top yeah, and, what uh, what i just wanted to like end our conversation with was myself since we are not an imperialistic nation mm-hmm. you doesn't it make sense to align with the country that has not been in like when we look at the superpowers we see almost every other superpower except this one and i'm referring to china has not been imperialistic over time and they are also interested in things like what you said having a good time having a good business you know expanding in their country improving production all of that doesn't it make sense for us to you know like let go of this you know non alignment or whatever and actually make a good call saying let's align with china and don't you think even the us would respect that like even the west would respect <laughs> us being capable of making a Not choice there I, i i disagree with that completely the us respecting us my god that's that that, that, that <laughs> i mean look happen. at julie chang <laughs> yeah. look at julie chang yeah she respects my behind uh, i don't think uh, no the, the, see the, uh, there is listen we have to understand what sri lanka is right now Sri Lanka is a nation that is being raped by all uh, the superpowers raped okay we don't have free thinkers we don't have free uh, 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 leaders we don't have free free uh, economists we don't have any of those the every single person is just funneling some kind of an ideology of somebody's which is usually these big superpowers there is a west there is a east so uh sri lankan conversation is a, as such and this is what we are pushing to change is that it is either we have get uh, the idea about what america or the west wants or what china wants now even for you to say why don't we do that 
the there's a problem is that since we are not in a position to say if america comes and say oh do this and if not we are not going to give you the imf bailout which they're saying right now we don't have the power to say f off we don't need your money we don't have that power because if we say that then we are going to fall into a massive crisis once again we can't go to uh, uh china and say a b c d because again we have not kept certain promises we've given china so china would also say certain things and so we are just going to get you know football from this to that to this to that so there is never going to be in a position like that so what is the best way we can approach this now we need to keep this guy happy and we have to keep that guy also happy that's the only way we can survive instead of being dominated now we need to basically send america up the murungat and also china up the murungat and we have to be down here and do a little thing right that's that's basically what we can do right now so in an instant like that the non aligned we're telling look here can't do with this you know we can't favor you to favor that because both have massive consequences if we get rid of one okay so because of that we have to tow both lines and how we are towing is the problem now china is we look as if china now what you need to understand is this, this was this was this was put into my head by actually dr sarath amunugam which uh, when i was having uh, you know my program uh, get real with him every single economist every single economist in the west in the west is predicting in a decade china is going to be the superpower yeah every maybe these are not chinese bugs the western bugs are telling so mahish if they are saying that this bug is going to be powerful what kind of stupid ideology would that be for us to piss this bug off yeah. the one who's going to be powerful in 10 years okay so we have to be really good friends with him like and we are at a position where we can be really good friends with him and when he becomes a superpower then we can reap the benefit as well yeah we can be that l- little bugger who was with the big guy and for us to understand that particular idea and work slowly with these other buggers knowing the fact that these th- these are on the down downward trend the west is on a downward trend europe is pathetic okay yeah. you look at we should, we should look at that like in detail in the future about exactly. what exactly is happening in europe yeah. a lot of people don't know exactly yeah. uh, so like that so what i think is right now the best position for sri lanka to be in terms of global politics is silence and and shake hands with the west shake hands with the east and be happy with everybody and keep everybody you know hey 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 uh we'll come to any any of your party just call us or you know that this thing and and, and have that kind of a safe uh a uh, uh, path forward because mm-hmm. if we can do that for some time and actually get our economics right and get our coffers filled and it comes to a position that environment that I was talking about if it comes to that particular place where we don't have to atapan back in kata you understand in sri lankan in sri lankan society where we are saying like you know if i don't have the money and if i'm borrowing from you obviously whatever you say flies with me you know yeah yeah okay so that's how it is i will always be someone who will never go against you because if i go against you i will lose the money Yeah. Okay. Until until such time, mm-hmm. I am completely okay with my money, and I don't have anybody's to. Well, then I will be me. So I I think we have to focus on the economy, hundred percent. 
let go of the global politics and not get be used by these countries too much like we know that there is a conversation about a military base being um, set up here in Sri Lanka uh, I don't know for sure it's not verified information but there is this conversation on social media going on about that uh, saying that the US wants a military base here why because they want to fight with China and China US that voice basically it could be the final battle before US falls yeah uh it could be that but look at what china is doing okay that that is very important that because you see despite they are not showing their military might they are not showing their you know look at how aggressive america is in terms of showcasing their military power is china countering it if china is not countering it you that need to ask why because you see in the i think the lesson that they they are implementing right now is the lesson that the soviet union learned back in the 60s in with the with the space race if you want to cripple an economy give them a goal that does not work right just like running behind a red flag exactly <laughs> okay so america went to the moon and they somehow managed their economy with that but then they gave the idea look you guys can't go to the moon what kind of nonsense worthless guys are you and um, the soviet union basically you know wanted to be the superpower there and ruin the economy yeah and china is not china knows now this is the bait okay so the bugger coming up and hitting okay come to a war with us but china doesn't want to do that because they know if they do that the economy will suffer and the 10 years will go become 20 years or something like that so what are they doing right now they are still increasing their trade cutting not cutting down on military but reducing this military rhetoric and because of that that's the only reason i think america badly especially newland won badly uh, a confrontation with china yeah because that will help them to basically be who they want to be and that is why i see that they are coming to uh sri lanka uh we've seen that they nepal yeah why is newland going there and to nepal so many times the, the next bordering, to china yeah, the bordering side next to china so it's just some kind of an ex- escalation now you see the ukraine war uh we think that the ukraine war is between ukraine and uh, russia reality is it's an, a war between america and russia because the war bringing out war could be the only way you can cripple a country it happened to sri lanka and we haven't learned our lesson from that i hope we learned uh, our lesson because i don't know if not we will be going around in circles and talking bullshit on a daily basis and then having not that life we want to have the sri lankan life is true i think on that note uh, we can conclude this discussion and we've covered quite a few things today <laughs> we've pertaining to what's happening in our country thank you mahesh for joining me on this week's podcast let's uh, have another discussion based on what happens within this week as well i'd like to also thank all of our listeners for staying with us on this podcast join us again next week as we bring to you another state of the nation podcast and talk about what's happening with our country from a sri lankan standpoint <laughs>